Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Yeah, this is kind of just how we do it. We just you know, kind of sit here and shoot the shit. But I'm really, I'm really proud of you today, Ethan. I think you had a really great day. Um, Thank you. Great day of cards. Yeah, it was really fun. And we all know it's a great day when we're back for another episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. Guys, I am your host, Chris Adams. Here with me, as always, is Adam Lane. And we've got a special guest today. It's not Top 8 Johnny, but I'll do you one better. We have cool Ethan Linquist with us, uh, one of our newer players. Ethan, say hello. Hello, guys. What's up? Man, that's a good use. The soothing sounds of Ethan Linquist. Um, so, yeah, we um, you know we got a lot to talk about today. Um, it's going to be a fun episode, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with what we always like to get started with on this podcast. You know what that is, Ethan? The news! Man, I feel like Dan Rather with that soundbite now. It's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. But um, so um, as far as the news goes, we're going to open with... Uh, so our LCQs are now underway. Um, the first one in Virginia is actually tomorrow. Um, we got to play in one today that we'll, we'll talk about here kind of in the, the meat of the episode. Uh, but the first Virginia one is tomorrow. That's at Tower of Games in Virginia Beach. Uh, I think it's looking like it's going to be a really big turnout. Uh, I know a lot of the Richmond guys are going. Uh, a few of the, uh, actually, a good chunk of the pocket guys are going. Uh, there'll probably be people that are in Virginia Beach that play because there. I think there's some people in that area that play, but not many. And then you'll have the Fredericksburg gang coming down as well. So, and Adam, I know you're going to that one. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, Ethan, are you going to that one? I am not. Uh, I actually have commitments, but I think it was better that I went to the one today just because of. The turnout was a lot smaller, and mm-hmm. since I'm new to the competitive scene, it was a lot better to get some uh, get some training in yeah, a smaller no, for sure. event and then jump into something Yeah, for sure. Bigger. Yeah, you're like me, man. I'm not going to be able to go tomorrow either. I do have domestic obligations. So, But then the following two are, the next two of Wave 1 are next weekend. There's one at Jersey's in Yorktown on Saturday, and then Island Games in Northern Virginia next Sunday. So... Our qualifiers are coming up real quick, and then the week after that is Gen Con, and we'll talk more about that later. Uh, next piece of news is today the tickets go on sale for the Crystal Cup in Seattle. Man, I wish I could make it out to that one. Yeah, um, it's not happening for me either. Yeah. yeah. We've uh, traveled around enough. We've done a little bit of traveling, and obviously I, I do want to eventually get to nationals, so yep. I don't know if I can spring that and then California yeah. again. Um, and But I will say this. For those of you that are going to be there, I will be in the market for that Unibox. I'll also be in the market I, for that, so too. keep me in mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout-outs to Greg Cole being my boy, getting me that Ramza box. Um, so if you can get that uh, Unibox, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Um, then that's kind of the segue into our last bit of news. Um, Nationals, the dates have been announced. Um, we do know it's September, I believe, 28th and 29th. Yeah, I think so. And it's at the, uh, I think it's the same venue as last year, correct? The, I didn't go last L- year, but I believe it's the same venue. Yeah, the Hilton, like the L.A. Airport Hilton or something like that. Um, now, one thing, the one thing that's been kind of polarizing about this, uh, we're excited that it's been announced. The big thing, though, is that as of right now, it's a closed venue. That meaning if you don't qualify, you you can't get in. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about that? We'll start with you, Adam. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think it's a big enough event where you would want people to spectate if they want to come, uh, and you don't want to deter people from coming. I understand you maybe you don't want to house with so many people, sure, and maybe that's the reason. Um, but maybe even like a cap 
for spectators or something. Like, even sure. if you kept a cap it out, I feel like you should at least allow them mm-hmm. to buy tickets and come out. Um, I also think that in doing so, it really deters anyone that's not from California to come to the last chance qualifier. Yep. And to me, it essentially makes the California last chance qualifier or the, the last chance qualifier in California, a, another crystal cut for California, basically. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Uh, be, because a lot of people like myself, like say, say I don't qualify, um, I, I'm now I'm less interested in flying out for a day before the tournament that I have to plan for a whole weekend, and if I don't win that, then... Your, your vacation plans are shot. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's... Uh, I think that's now, hopefully, like I said, now I, the key word there in the beginning I said was yet, so maybe... Yeah. And I, and I know we're not I, the only ones that feel that. I hope they flip flop on this a little bit, um, and maybe offer like spectator tickets or something. Right, right. Now, I really hope they do. And granted, you know, Ethan, the flip side of that is, well, why don't you just shut up and qualify, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's easier said than done because these spots are limited, and you know, like the fact that you know, and what what if there's somebody who doesn't want to play, but they want to see they want to see these players that they you know because there are people that play this game that don't play it competitively. They like watching other people play it competitively. Yeah. And and what if and what if they live in California and they don't get a chance to go see, you know, what if they really want to watch Okimoto and Sam Prime like duel it out like on the big stage for like title of national champion? Like they they, they won't get to do that. And I yeah. and I think. I think that's a huge deterrent, and like it's frustrating. And it th- sucks a little bit because, like, as a, as content creators too, yeah, like we want to go even if we don't qualify. I mean, like, I'm, we're still going to try to qualify, and I, I, I'm still pretty confident that we will eventually, right? Um, but like, yeah, I think it kind of sucks that even as content creators, we can't go just for like content purposes and just to like wa- be there and watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I said, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Again, it's it's early, right? Yeah. And they could change their mind on this. And like I get it, I get it if space is an issue. Yep. But be forthcoming with that. If they're like, hey, if they would say, hey, we're not doing this, but then that same breath, they're like, hey, we just don't know what we're looking at space wise. That's why we've made this announcement now. But stay, but like don't 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 feed us from the long end of the spoon or don't say anything at all. You know what I mean? That's yep. and that's kind of rough. But uh, but that's all the news we have for this week. Um, next week we'll have a little bit more as you know the qualifiers as the qualifiers heat up and uh, you know the, uh, and Gen Con will be the week after that. So we've got we got a lot coming down the pipe. But uh, so let's go ahead and get into the meat. Now I did say in the news that our you know our first Virginia qualifier is tomorrow. But here we are. We've been saying we played in a qualifier today. That was because there was one down in North Carolina at a uh, shop called Game Theory. Uh, Shout-outs to those guys. That's uh, also Hunter Nance's home shop down in Raleigh. Excuse me. Um, great operation down there. Great group of guys I, I, and gals. I want to make sure that you know they get their doing proper. They ran a great event. And big shout-outs to Joe Gallo, uh, who's done articles for us on our website. Uh, he played, but he also acted as judge for this event. Yep. So you know, I appreciate that. You know, It was a really good time, and uh, we, we all actually did pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I Ethan? mean, going into it, I was pretty nervous. Like, you know, I've played in the weekly events uh, at the local shop, but I've never played in a in you know, a sanctioned event. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting, I guess, a little more. Um, I don't know. I was expecting it um, to be a little more not necessarily like serious, but I expected it to people to be not as friendly. It was actually like a super. Great time. I had a lot of fun playing with all the uh, all the people. So you're saying you're saying this is a non toxic community? Is that what? Yeah, you're that's it, what it sounds like. You're saying. Yeah, You'd be right. it's 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 a it's a very friendly community, and I uh, it's nice to see 
the community grow, and uh, especially as a newer player. Like, yeah. And how many how many players do we have today, Ethan? Fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, we yeah. have four, fourteen. So not a massive one. Um, yeah. I know Joe said they were expecting like twentieth, but I think none of the uh, none of the like Charlotte. He said none people, of the Charlotte guys showed up. Yeah, which. I, I get it. You know, that's I kind of liked that it was a smaller turnout because sure. it made it a, a little for me as a new player. It made it less stressful. Sure. You know, I only had I didn't have to play as much and mm-hmm. uh, gave me more opportunities to kind of watch and see how the game plays without you know having to worry about <clears throat> everything involved. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, speaking of playing, how'd you do today? Uh, I went three one, which was uh, I was hoping to make top eight. Uh, they, they cut the top four, but um, yeah, because uh, you have to have twenty four players to yeah. uh, justify a top eight. Cut. Yep. But no, it was still it was still nice to do three one. Um, I wasn't looking to win it or to you know do anything special. I just wanted to play and test out the deck I built. Yeah, and, and what 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 deck did you build? I did, did you uh, build? wind water YRP. Yeah. Was it wind water or did you? Uh, or, uh, did you uh, wind earth. Oh, you, you went with I the, was uh, I was running that uh, pre opus six. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, how, how did you, how did you feel? The uh, obviously the deck did pretty well for you today. How did you feel? Uh, you know, as you started playing the deck, how did you? How, you know, how did you get ready for this? And I know what what made you land on Earth. You know, Earthwind YRP. Well, um, I was pretty comfortable with the original the the Wind Water YRP build mm-hmm. that they had back uh, in Opus Five, mm-hmm. uh, and so, you know, being comfortable with that kind of play style, I thought I'd you know. Stick with that going into my first tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, it worked pretty well because I knew I I knew some of the cards. I didn't know the rest, so mm-hmm. getting some you know some play time in, and uh, testing out against you know different decks like uh, uh, scions mm-hmm. or uh, mill decks or uh, like mono water. Mm-hmm. So I got to you know test everything out and see how I you know how I take my lines and whatnot. Yeah. But no, it was it was fun. It uh, it was a good time. Yeah, not bad, man. It's the three and one. That was great for your first showing at turn. And you uh, you you missed top four on tiebreakers. Yeah, yeah. I I, you know, like I said, it was my first tournament, so I wasn't too concerned about making top four or anything. But mm-hmm. it was nice to, you know, at least be considered for it. Yeah, yeah there you go. That that's yeah. the right attitude, exactly. Dad, man. And uh, you know, we'll 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 gather up back with you here shortly. Uh, Adam, how'd you do today, and what were you playing? I also went X one. Mm-hmm. I was playing Turbo Discard. Um, I hate the deck, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Um, I don't have much fun playing it, honestly, but I understand why it's good, and I wanted to give it a try just to see if like I want to play this in other LCQs. Yeah. I'm still not sure, because mm-hmm. I do think it's really good and really oppressive, and sometimes your opponent doesn't get to play the game, mm-hmm. but it is not fun for me to play. Like, yeah. I don't have much fun playing it. Um I have fun. Like, there's just not many lines, really. Um, it's kind of just, like, play what you get. <laughs> yeah, well, very much so. Uh, but it is really good, and when it works, like, people on the other side of the table are not happy. Yeah, that's true. So That's true. But, yeah, I went 3-1, got top four. Um, then we had to face in top four. Yeah, that's not the way I wanted it to um, go, either. In the mirror. Yeah. Which is pretty volatile and dumb. Um, the mirror, we might as well have just gone outside and like Rochambeau each other. <laughs> basically, for, you know, two out of three Rochambeau. I think it would have been so it was just cool. as accurate. We were eating before top four started. We had like a lunch break, mm-hmm. and I think I told you like before top four started. I kind of figured how how it was going to go. I was like, whoever sees more Jills is probably going to win. Yeah, 
And I think that kind of stayed true. They did. They like, did. it was whoever saw the most Jills or, like, just Jills at the right time in the mirror are really bad because it basically sets the other person back a turn. Yeah. And um, um, I'll go ahead and say this because, um, and I guess that's a, just a good segue because I was also on Turbo Discard. I went 4 0. Uh, lost a nail biter to Curtis Kang in the finals. I mean, like, if he doesn't get that EX burst on the six point of damage, yeah. he just loses. Yeah, he uh, he did misplay and gave you an opening, but you yeah. didn't see it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't get the card that you needed. Yeah, he realized that as soon as he swung, that he shouldn't have swung. Yeah, uh, and he realized that he was on six, and he realized that squall was a possibility at that point. Yeah, and you just did you didn't get the squall at the top. Yeah, because that's kind of where it snowballed, right? Like I went, and I said so. Went four zero in Swiss. Only took like three points of damage the whole day. Then you yep. and I played in top four. Went, went to three, three games. games. It was. I mean, it was exactly how we said it was going to be. Yep. I took game one. You slammed game two. Oh no, I took game one. You took two. And that's three. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you took two and three. Yeah, that's right. Because I was on the play, and then you beat me, and then I was on the play again. I t- yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. So we went three games. Uh, both of them, like it. It just again so back and forth, and like I know game three, it was a matter of me seeing like I saw all three of my Lagunas with squall yeah two out. two off the top with two CP squall out, which was yeah, which, which was a shirt a lot. Two CP squall is the absolute truth in that deck. But here's the thing: when we got to Curtis, like I because I had to play Curtis and Swiss, right? Yep. I just just rolled over him in Swiss, and yeah, you know, and he knew it. And then um and then we played. I took game one. He took game two very very convincingly. Yeah, like, it was. He kind of turned the coin really fast. And very fast. And then game three, like I put a lot of pressure on him early, and then he started to come back. And I think where where the game changed was when oh, that six pointed. He had two cards in hand. I didn't have a way to make him get rid of anything. And he, on the six pointed damage, yeah, he one, got one card. Yeah, one card in hand. So he gets the the, the star Sybil, and he goes and grabs a Shantoto, and yep. he's got and he's got chaos on the board. Yeah, he's got two backups. So now that means he can Shantoto next turn. And I've got three forwards out, and he just has a Camelot. So. That was the first. That was the first time he turned the. Uh, that was like that was enough because if he doesn't get that, if it's anything else on that six point of damage, he just does not win. He just doesn't because at that point he'll only have three cards in hand and there's not much he can do. So then, so he shantoes me. I, I'm back and I was like, cool. My the only the only play I have at this point is I need to slap the top of my deck and pray for a squall. I draw my two. It's not even Curtis was like. Please don't draw well, a squall. There was like that was like two turns later. Well, too. no, because it happened again after. Yeah, because well, well, that that turn he couldn't do much about. It. He had to Shantoto. Yep. Um. So yeah, squall off the top there is is basically lights out, and then he managed to play another Dotaluma and a Yastola. Yeah. And he swung with Dotaluma, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then he, at this point, he had no cards in hand, but he swung with Yastola, and as soon as he turned Yastola sideways, and he he real like you could see it in his face, he realized what he did. Uh, he realized he opened himself up to Squall. Yep. So then, what do I do again? I slap the top of my deck and say, give me a Squall. And I pull up, man, it's an Argath and a Genesis. And I'm like, well, that's not going to get me there. And then, yep. at that point, he just, the game, the game's over at that point. Yeah, so. I think that was your one-turn opening. Because after that, he was going to hold any answer he got to Pretty much. Squall. Pretty much. So, Curtis took it. Congratulations to Curtis. You know, great job qualifying. I know um, I know we all want to get those spots, and they are limited, and I'm glad one of the boys got it first. It makes know? our qualifiers a little easier. It does. It does. So Curtis can kind of run interference for us at this point. It, it just sucks, man. I hate having – it can be expected when we get to the top cut that we are going to have to play each other. We're going to have to take each other out. Yeah, it's going to happen. And, you know, and, you know, I feel bad about it, but at the same time, too, like we understand. So, And that way we know, like, if you qualify and, you know, now that Curtis qualifies, he's going to pave the way for us and Steven and all those guys. And then when you qualify, you know, you're going to run interference for me and vice versa or vice versa. So, um, so you know, it's fine. Had a great day of cards. Um, I'm looking to the next one, which I wish I could go to the one tomorrow, but I can't. Um, 
But I know game theory. If it, if I don't qualify by then, they do have another one. They they got another one for wave yeah, two wave happening, two. and and I'll, and I will one hundred percent make that drive down there again. It's only two and a half hours away from us, so it's a very short yeah, trip. You can count me in on that one. Too. Yeah, and they're great people down there, man. Like I I think they run a great operation. Yeah, the whole crew is, is really nice. They're really cool. awesome. Yeah, it was super friendly. I mean, dude, and uh, they got like we got like deck boxes and yeah. Sleeves. yeah they, like, they so really they apo- t- they apologize because uh, the kit. Didn't come on time. Yeah, so they didn't have the. Tr- Curtis wasn't able to walk out of there with his trophy today. Yeah, he gets it mailed to him. So as an apology, they gave us all deck boxes, all game theory sleeves. Yeah, and they doubled the prize. And they pool. doubled the prize support. So I think Curtis walked away with a whole box, and I want to say I got like five or six. Yeah, packs I got, I got nine, and I got nine, and then they're gonna mail me like the promos and stuff. Yeah, they're gonna mail. Yeah, and I get the promos too because I think top four gets promos. Yeah. Yeah, so overall it was a good time. Uh, everybody who was there played really well. The, the the decks were pretty diverse. There were some top four wasn't, but uh, top four top four was about bland as baby food. I'll tell you that the rest, right now. Everybody else outside of top four, they were playing um, some decent. Like there were some scions, a lot oh, of monsters. Yeah, there um, were two three color monsters. And decks. one mo- mono and water. One oh, water. my bad. There were... it, was, it was two. It was a mono water, a water earth, and two tricolor. Oh wow! So there were four. There monster was four decks. monster decks. Okay. Okay. Um, then I saw there was the other mono ice player, the top four. Then us were we were on mono ice. Curtis mm-hmm. was on Mill uh, Urian J Mill. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another wind wind earth. Yeah, I think there was another wind earth. Then yeah, you were on Steve YRP. Steven was on. Yeah, Stephen mm-hmm. was also on wind earth. Yeah, then you were on YRP. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean it was kind of diverse. But yeah, once the top four cut happened, it was like three ice players and yeah, Curtis, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and like I said, it was fine. Um, games were real close. Like it's, I had a lot of fun playing the deck, and I'll probably keep playing because it's very much a Chris Adams. Yeah, it's an aggro deck that you know. kind of puts you on your back foot on turn one, unless you just draw bad. Yeah, which can happen. Yeah, it, it can. can happen. It can. So and there's it's just not an end all be all. The deck is super. It's it's like handling nitroglycerin. Kinda. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of accurate. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I don't like about it. I I admit that it's a really good deck, and it could put people on tilt. Turn one. Oh yeah, okay. uh, I, I think you and I just laughed the entire time we were playing. It's like I got a Jill, you yeah, got a Jill. Pretty, pretty Here's much. My squall. Here's your squall. That's a Laguna. Yeah, it was, just, it was just dumb. Yeah, and there's not, there's just not really like a lot of diverse lines of play. You're just kind of, kind of like it's turn one. It's basically how many cards can I make him discard? Yeah, it's a flow chart. And then after that, it's like how many cards can I play every turn after this while making him discard as many cards as possible yep. and keeping his hand down so that I can swing with my shitty little two drops. Yep. Who'd have thought Argath would be giving so much business? Yeah, so um, it's and it, like I said, it's not a deck that I super enjoy playing, but it yeah, is a good, it is a very real deck, and people should expect it. Yep, I agree, I agree. So with uh, with that being said, again, great tournament, great time. We're gonna look to the future, to the next ones. But before we start talking about future plans and future endeavors, you know, we haven't done one of these in a while. You know, we got Ethan here, and we said we'd come right back around to you. I think it's time for a new player spotlight. You know, we've talked to Top Eight Johnny. We've had Top Eight Johnny. We, we, we've had Sarah Top Eight Johnny, and we've had Sarah on here before. But like, you know, we want to we, we want to learn like you know let's let's introduce you know people to the other faces of the RVA yeah. community. So Ethan Ethan Linquist. That sounds like a very you know very regal name of, of the Baltimore Linguists. <laughs> There's a keeper for, I don't know, remember which hockey team, but his name is Lundquist. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, uh, Ethan, uh, so we're gonna, I'm just going to go through a couple, like a small interview. You know, we'll let you know if you get the job at the end of this. Of course. Um, so what got you into the game? When did you start playing? 
Uh, so I wasn't a huge card game person until this game, actually. Uh, I played a few board games over at the hobby shop. Uh, because I know I met you painting 40K models. Uh, Infinity. Actually. Infinity, that's yeah, what you're doing. So Infinity. I played, yeah, I I played Infinity mostly. I played a little, uh, dabbled in a little guild ball. Nice. Um, I tried Magic out, and it wasn't for me. Um, it was really hard to get into a game that was so expensive. Yeah, no, for um, sure. And when Final Fantasy came along, I mean, one first th first thing off the bat, love the games. So I mean, it was just it was easy for me. And mm -hmm. uh, once I learned how the game worked and how like dynamic it was, and uh, it was just it was super fun. I couldn't put it down after that. What's your uh, so? What's your favorite element in the game? Uh, I really like uh, wind. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, wind and water have been the two elements I've played the most. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're definitely the elements I'm most comfortable with. But the more I play Earth, the more I'm starting to like it. Yeah. And it's just super fun, and I love being able to, uh, you know, break my backups and you know look through my break zone and have the the ability to you know pick out what I need for any situation. It helps with like versatility among different decks that I play. Yeah, Earth these days is not what it used to be. That's for sure. It used to be just so vanilla. Yeah. It was the Briar's ice cream of the game, and now it's they got a lot of moves. Yeah. A lot of moves these days. What's your uh, What's your favorite Final Fantasy game? Uh, if seven. you had to pick one, seven. Yeah, it's That's the fine. huge nostalgia thing for me. Uh, sure. My I have an older brother, and he grew up playing that game, and mm -hmm. I took on after him. So I don't know. Just because of that, it's always been my favorite. Nice, nice. And uh, what is your favorite deck to play currently? Like if you had to pick, if you had to pick one deck that you know you've played and like to play, and if if it was the only deck, if you were, it's your desert island deck, if this is the only deck you could play for yeah, the rest, you know of... I play YRP. I've only, Ooh, I've only played man. that for what like eight weekly yeah. events. And you're you're lucky you didn't top four today because I would have sung all of YRP's greatest hits the whole <laughs> oh, yeah. way home. Oh yeah. I told I told you if I won I was, I was gonna make you play uh, to, uh, Africa by Toto the whole way home as sung by YRP <laughs> as performed by YRP of course but yeah man that's cool and um, favorite card in the game oh, that's actually a hard one um, there's just so many good ones right yeah I mean I really like the uh, four drop light cloud from Opus One yeah just as I mean like I said I love Final Fantasy and I. Or, uh, Final Fantasy Seven, and I mean, yeah, he's got two really good abilities yeah. too. It's just he's a fun a, card a to play. Card. It's it's a good card. I mean, I, it never really. I, I I haven't seen it played much, but yeah, it's I'd love to build a deck around it just for fun. You know, jam it in a, a weekly. Yeah, I mean that, that's maybe. what the weeklies are for, man. Yeah. So uh, how long you you bet you have been coming to the weeklies um, pretty uh, regularly, um, and you've been doing pretty well. Yeah, like you know you, you you're consistently like if you're not in like the top cut you're like right on the bubble like it, yeah if you don't make top cut you're usually like on like up your fifth or sixth like you just got a tiebreaker somewhere so like yeah you're, you're consistently like a solid player which is cool and you do like trying new things which I have noticed in. yeah I like I've noticed that I like to play things that are more fun than you know like what's gonna win because sure. I'm not. I, I guess I haven't gotten too big into the competitive scene of it yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like I said, this is my first, you know, tournament. So, um, since I don't have as much time to play the game, I like to invest in decks that'll be a little more enjoyable to play. See, that, that's that, that that might be the best way to end that new player spotlight. So you heard it here, guys <laughs> and gals. Ethan Linquist, 
loves Thank the game, loves having fun, loves Top 8 Johnny, but who doesn't? <laughs> so now... How else um, are we going to get our chocolate bread? No, yeah, look at that chocolate bread, yo, Johnny. We, uh, yeah, that's right, we had a nice uh, celebratory steak dinner at the uh, the Outback Steakhouse, you know, sponsored by uh, hashtag crikey. Um, is there really anywhere else we're supposed to eat after yeah. a tournament? I feel like I feel like we're kind of obligated to. Yeah. I like how we've just kind of taken on this this <laughs> imaginary sponsorship through Johnny. Johnny, we we asked for your for your discount, but they wouldn't give it to us. Yeah, they, so. they said they've never heard of Top Eight Johnny. Yeah. I personally was appalled and shocked, but mostly hurt. And um, you should be too, and you all should be hurt for him. So uh, you know, riot in the streets for Top Eight Johnny. But um. So yeah, so the last thing we're going to talk about here, you know, moving right along, um, you know, what's coming up, what's next for us, you know, what's what's coming down the pipe for us, what are we doing? I know we just put out a Blitz Tech video, uh, I love the new format on that, um, looks good, I think it looks really, really good, you know, showcasing the cards, um, I know we're trying to get some other videos, we do have another giveaway we're working on. Yeah, it'll um, probably be soon. It's going to be a fun one, so uh, stay tuned, if, uh, I know uh, Andy Carmona might know what it's going to be, because uh, he's, 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 I, Man, he's got a real gift for this one, so we'll see. But um, yeah, so we've got a new giveaway coming up soon. But then we've also got, you know, again, like I said at the top of this, we've got two local qualifiers next week. Um, there's one, one tomorrow. tomorrow. There's one tomorrow. So I'm confident that you'll get your. You know, I'd, I'd I'd like to come back from this picnic yeah. with my lady. I would love to, to be that too. But like, if I if I don't, I'm gonna be upset if I don't open my phone and see you cheesing with a trophy. <laughs> I mean, I won't be but so upset because I know the competition's gonna be stiff. There's gonna be some good players there. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's tough. I th- like I, I think Virginia is one of the tougher ones. Even though we got three, um, I think it's going to be one of the tougher ones to win. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of players here. I'm expecting like thirty to forty at each one. Yeah, because there's a lot of people like signed up um, for these. So it's going to be tough. Yeah, like I think we're probably going to have some of the bigger ones. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd probably think Cali might maybe could keep up with our with like the numbers that we're going to have, but yeah. it's. It's going to be grueling tomorrow. I think it's probably going to end up being five to six rounds of Swiss with the top eight cut, would be yeah. my guess. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, for me, I'm glad that I did not go to that one. Yeah. Because that would have been a little more stressful. And like I said, I'm all about the fun, man. Mm-hmm. So just, a, just, you know, just a regular good time Charlie over here. Well, I mean, if I can win one of these qualifiers, I'll take whatever the I think the most fun deck is to Gen Con. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Care. And it's... And that's why I was kind of bummed about today. Like again, again, shout outs to Curtis, but I was literally one point of damage away from putting this baby to yeah, bed today. It happened, and, it, was, it, was and it wasn't like it wasn't like either one of you played bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, it just the, the cards fell in his favor. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I played bad either. Yeah, not just, at all. Not at all. You know, uh, there were for some. I definitely made a few misplays for sure, mm-hmm. but I don't really think any of the misplays I made really changed the outcome, outcome of the game. Oh, they yeah. were misplays when I was like kind of already behind, and when you're behind on this deck, it's like. This is an uphill battle. Big time. Yeah, like, you, like, I, I'll i stress this to people that want to play this deck. It will win fast, and it will beat people that are better than you, and it will make people upset. Yeah. So that all sounds great if you're trying to win, yeah. which I won't blame anyone for trying to win. Mm-hmm. However, if you fall behind yeah, with this it deck. It will lose just as fast. You will lose twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, if and you'll look you, like a jerk. Yeah. If they stabilize, you're most likely just dead. Yeah. Because it, there's literally this deck has like no comeback factor. There's not really much room for outplaying. There's no like real tricky plays. Mm-hmm. You're gonna slam two CP forwards. You're gonna party attack or you're gonna attack with Squall yep. with, when they have no cards in their hand, and then you're gonna make them discard their stuff. 
The only way this deck can really take it into the late game is if they have two Gespers online early. Yep. And just basically make you forced to play whatever you have, and they get their top decks that they need. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've seen. Like, when I was playing against it leading up to the event, I mean, playing against it, the only way to win is to, you know, take first turn. The dice roll matters a lot. That's another thing I hate. I, the, the one game I lost in Swiss was the one time I lost a dice roll yeah. in Swiss. And it was funny because, like, I, I was telling people that were there, like, I rolled a five. <laughs> this is crazy. That I, this, I remember this now. Mm-hmm. Like, I remembered a die roll from today. Yeah, that, that, should, that should tell you something about the deck. So, like, yeah, so I rolled a five, and I'm like, oh, okay, five, I'm good, right? You know, he rolls a five. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. My next roll, one. I'm like, this is going to be a bad day. Yep. And then he rolls, like, a two. Yeah. <laughs> he barely beats me. And, of course, he takes the play. He's on mono ice. He was on tempo ice. He was the other guy that, uh, I think his yeah, name was Rob. Yeah, top way, Rob, yep. Um, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have a very good opening hand. He was able to get to two backups, and he was actually forcing me to discard, which didn't feel good. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of got steamrolled because yeah. I could never get started. Mm-hmm. And then when I mean our games were like really volatile. Oh yeah. But like the other losses to Curtis, it was just either one in like the first five to ten turns, or you lost. Yeah. Yeah. And when you lose, you crash and burn. Yeah, right. You, you crash. There's just not. Your only comeback factor is to keep forwards on the board and hope that you draw, like, all your Shivas. Yep. And I will say this. If you do plan on playing the deck, trust me, you'll know when it's time to scoop your cards up. Yeah. And just do it and just go to the next game. Yep. Like, don't, don't try don't try to, like, don't don't try to Justin Wong your way out of this. Don't don't try you to can't. sit. That's yeah, the you, thing. You, you can't. can't. You the, can't. The deck not. just doesn't have room mm-hmm. to outplay. Yeah. It's it's all about just like where my draws good and surprisingly the deck is consistent at doing it. Mm-hmm. But there is going to be games where it's not and you're going to feel pretty helpless against what you're playing. Like if you don't get double discard turn 1, it doesn't feel good. Yep. Like you want to set you want to at least make them discard two cards on turn 1, hopefully three. Um ideally and then put every, both players in top deck mode. Yeah. Because then Squall is just, and, and Sid Austin are just crazy off the top at that point. Yep. yep. Squall's got a home in that deck for sure. If there's if anybody's curious about a deck to put him in, it's 1,000%. Yeah, I honestly right now think it's the only deck he goes in. Oh, for sure. Because I don't for think he sure. really belongs in like the tempo build. No, nah, he's not good enough. He'll be a 5K. But he, in this deck, he's really good. Yeah. He's he's like the one of the best top decks you can have. Yeah. You're just like, oh, your hand's empty? Cool, here's this Squall. Yep. Oh, you're on six points of damage and you just finally cleared my stuff and you feel like you're doing good? Here's yep. Squall with haste. Yep. Tap the top of your deck, hope for Squall. Cash Shantoto gets called. Exactly. That's pretty much what happened. That's exactly how it goes. And um, so the other big thing, the last big thing, and we're going to end on this, um, other than when we decide to remember more stuff to end it again, like we always do, um, Gen Con is in two weeks, guys. Gen Mm -hmm. Con is in two weeks. I know I'm... I'm signed up. I've signed up for the sealed. Oh, I've been signed up for months. Yeah, I, well, I bought my badge like the day they came out, but I just yeah. I didn't want to commit to anything yet because I again, you know, and you actually talked me into doing the well, sealed. I, I was gonna say that it's, it was pretty funny because you were literally messaged me and you were like, "I don't think I'm gonna do the sealed. It's just not my cup of tea." And I go, "You know, you get a box for sealed, right?" And he goes. I'm signing up for Seal. Yeah, I think I'm gonna sign up for Seal because it's the Furion box. Yeah, and I was like, "Shit, well, yeah, I guess I'll sign. I guess I'm signing up for Seal. I think I messaged you later that day, so I've signed up for Seal in uh, the Saturday event because yeah. um, I think what I want to do um on Friday, also because I think I want to use Friday to kind of dick around. 
But I, you know, after doing that uh, interview with Cody, that was actually a lot of fun. So you know, again, shout outs to the Choker Bros, Cody. You know, I think he's a great addition to you guys' team. He brings a nice, uh, nice fresh perspective, a nice energy to it. And um, you know, we had a great time doing that interview. We actually just kind of sat on the computer and just kind of shot the shit beforehand and kind of shot the shit after we were done. Um, I'd love to, you know, whatever. If he's not playing in, the, I know he'll be there. If he's not playing in the Friday event, I'd love to go around with him and just just do a bunch of interviews with people and mm-hmm. just talk to players and you know who else is going to be there. Maybe, you know, shoot some videos of people demoing the game. You know, just you know, really make some fun cross, you know, cross creator content. You know what I mean? I guess it's the, I guess for lack of a better way to put it. Um, but yeah, so we're doing you know doing that. I know I'm I want to play in the Popper event. It's a five. Yeah, I'm gonna play in that too. I already signed up for it. it yeah, be fun. I think I'm and gonna, title. Yeah, yeah, titles there too. I think I'm gonna play title. And um, I, I think I don't know what Popper deck I want to play. I think I it's might. Hard to I figure think out. I might play Dragoons just for shits and giggles. I or mean, it's probably or you fine. play the Viking deck. I think Viking Popper is pretty viable. It's probably okay, but I'm worried about how you win. Like, how do you win with that deck? Yeah, you don't. Because you can't play Zemus. Zemus is a road. Yeah, you don't. You just draw cards. You just draw cards and mill you, yourself you out. Just deck yourself out. Yeah, that's the idea. You just, just draw a bunch yeah. of cards. And discard I, I think there's a few decks that are pretty good, but I need to mess with. Style. I haven't really looked at it much since Opus Six came out. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna play Dragons. I think that's where I'm gonna. But go. it's interesting. I mean, it might be fun. A fun thing to do one Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know. Do I don't know if people Tuesday. would be into it. Yeah. I, I don't know if it. it I don't want to make it like title where it's like once a month because I feel like it's not as fun as title. Yeah. But it might be like once every two or three months might be yeah, fun. Yeah, it could be a cool event to bring in like new players. You know, especially yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's cheap. Cards, you don't have to have yeah. the card. Like the cards are really like literally. You could probably buy a whole deck for like ten bucks. I mean, you yeah, can not even that. build decks and then be like, hey, you know, like yeah, we're doing this event. Honestly, I could probably give. I could probably give someone enough bulk to make a popper deck. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think popper is a, a fun box tournament. of bulk. Make your own deck. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I think popper and magic is one of the best formats it has, and I think it has a I, lot of potential in this game too. It's not explored in this game, so yeah. it's hard for me to accurately say. But the more I've looked at it, there are some really, like, really good popper cards. Without going too far off topic with what we're doing today, mm-hmm. like Godot is a really gross popper card. He sure as shit um, is. Squall really Laguna, mm-hmm. the old Squall Laguna. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of really, really good, uh, and like, like Mono Ice is a super viable like popper deck. Like, you yeah. you could almost play popper Mono Ice. I mean, you could almost you could almost play standard. Turbo. It's yeah. like you don't get the new squalls, you don't get Doom Trains, and you don't get Sid All Stain, which does hurt. Yeah, but um, that's okay because you can just play that Zaid guy and, or Zed or whatever. And yeah, there's I think a yeah, I think they might as well go like more tempo. You like just play the old Squall Laguna. Yep, you can play, play Renoa back Zed. up to search him. Zed. Uh, you still get she. You could play like all pretty much your summon package. Shivas, the Shivas, Shivas and Mateus. Yep. And you can do what? Remedy and Sid. Yeah, you can yeah. Sid, Sid Rain. Yeah, Sid Randall is really yeah, good. Sid Randall, Sid Randall. Yeah, you can play, uh, yeah I don't think you, you can't play Sid play, You can play the cards. backup Sid Reigns because you can't play starter cards as far as I know. Yeah, I know that's... Some people oh, say yes, yeah, some people card? say no. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, there's two Sid, uh, Sid Reigns. There's a starter one that... The no, two and drop, then the Opus yeah, 5 one. Yeah, the backup that does 7K to something, which Dole. I think is 7K very to playable. Adult. So yeah, Popper's a lot of fun. So there's going to be a lot of events at Gen Con, and I, I can't wait to see everybody there. Um... You know, the, there's two there's two qualifiers there. There's the sealed one, and then there's the two flights for the constructed one. I believe the box for the constructed one is Warrior of Light, which I'm I really so. excited about. Yeah. It's weird that, I, you know, it, the box is what's making me play in the sealed yeah. tournament. Who knows? But I could end up having a really good sealed pool and end up doing very well. Exactly. But I'll just I won't, come back with a bunch of boxes. Well, yeah, they're, they're great. I, I won't them. be mad if I qualify in sealed. I'll be fine with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, a, I, I, you're a much better sealed player than most I of us. I was a sealed player in old games, so it's like kind of like, isn't that you hard for me? For but in this game, I prefer constructed. But yeah, man, like I, I think Gen Con's gonna be a lot of fun. And again, it's it's two weeks. Like it's 
and we're I know we're driving. It's only a nine hour drive, like nine nine and a half. It's long, but yeah, it's not as bad as like Boston or Kansas City. Well, you drove to Kansas. I did not fly. I flew. I did not drive. Yeah, that was that was that was a hike. Um, But also too, I know we're you know we're we've got our lodging situation. We're going to be hanging out with the North Carolina guys. Yeah, the I think they're the Charlotte. That's the Charlotte guys. Is that the Charlotte guys? Okay, I don't think they were there today. They were not the guys that were at Rimmel. Yeah, I I haven't met all. I think Rob is in that group chat. Okay, I think that's the same Rob, but I'm not. But it should be fun. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be a great time. There's gonna be um, there's probably gonna be a lot of alcohol involved at some point. Um, that's why a small part of me really hopes I'm qualified before then, so I can play something wacky back. and fun yeah. and just not not make it feel like work. And that's yeah. why I can just dick around and play board games. Because I'm not gonna lie, I really hope it's there. I really want to try out that Transformers trading card game. Yeah, I've seen people talking that, about that's it. That's just a that's an that's. I just want to play. I just want to play a game of classic versus. I hope they're dude. If they have classic verses there. I'm. I might actually put out the bat signal like on the the community page on yeah, Facebook. I just want to play, see. even if it's just like a fun four man little thing. I'll play, even if it's a sealed pod. Dude, I'd be that's down. what I'm saying. Like the, I, the last impromptu verse tournament I ran into was at a GP Baltimore, yeah. and I just ended up stopped playing Magic and won an impromptu verse tournament. The issue is I don't have fun. a deck anymore. So chances are, if something's happening, people will have decks. Yeah. I'm, I know I sold all of mine, and I, I'm pretty sure they'll be there. But um, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, I guess it is there because it's at Gen Con. Yeah. So I said we were going to end on Gen Con, but we're actually going to end on this. I think it's important to know, like, like you know, these qualifiers are no joke. I mean, no, I, you know, I, I think you know we kind of downplayed the size of some of these things. It doesn't matter the size, really. It's not the size of the boat; it's the motion in the ocean. Am I right? Am I right, kids? <laughs> but it does take a long time to get to England in a rowboat. Remember that. <laughs> But um, but like I, I think regardless, right? Only no, no matter how good you do, if you don't win, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, nobody remembers second. It's a winner go home kind of it, situation. It is it's, it's exactly, and like I think it's and important. they're not they're not cheap. They're these are like twenty five dollar tournaments. Oh yeah, so they're pretty serious. Everybody's coming to play. Yeah, so like you need like like the, the mindset is you need to test. Like you need to find the meta matchups, the potential meta matchups, and find a deck that you think gives you the best shot. Um, so, and I know, you know, when we did our podcast last week, we were hanging out at Drew's house. Like we, we were deep in the trenches, yeah, man. We were probably t- for eight hours straight. Yeah. We just grinded games and matchups and, and it's not just a matter of playing matchups. It's also talking through the turns. It's talking through the lines. And that was hard for me was cause you know, Opus six just came out and I'm newer to the game. So I didn't know what I wanted to build. Sure. So one, I had to find something that I thought I might feel comfortable playing and then learn that deck and learn the matchups and I was pretty busy that week so those last few days I was I was staying at the shop and I was jamming as many games Wait, as possible. Oh, oh, oh Will Buckley took you yeah. to the hyperbolic time chamber yeah, and trained you up real good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I'll give another shout out to Will Buckley. Um the man has a mind for card games. Um he's yeah. a hell of a magic player. He's ridiculous at this game. I, th- I think Will Buckley, I think he could easily, and you know, this, I'm not tooting the man's horn or anything, I'm just I'm just stating the facts. If he played this game like competitively and played it a lot, he could be probably one of the best players in the country. The guy just has an insane mind for this game and for card games in general. And also the, the fact that his, his legacy deck could buy somebody, his magic legacy deck could purchase a house for somebody. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, but, um, but he, he's a great person. I, I, I said all that to tell you this. He's a good person to train with because you know he's always going to be at the shop because yeah. he owns the joint, and he's always all because he'll always hit me up or you know for like lists and stuff. He's like, hey, because I think he hit me up for like lists that you should test, and I was like, hey, you should run through this, run through this, run through this, run through this, and maybe this. 
And I guess it worked out okay. Yeah, uh, the other thing is that's nice is, you know, he's not just trying to play. Like, you know, he was able to help me out and yeah. work through some of the things and any questions I had about the yeah, deck, he was able to answer. And so instead of having to go through the the steps of taking stuff out and putting stuff in and then, you know, saying, okay, this works and this doesn't work, you know, he just told me, like, you know, play this, try this out, mm-hmm. and just stick with it. And so I was able to do that, and then I, you know, only had to make, like, you know, one one cut and just I changed a few cards and that was it and then I was ready so yeah so like running through the matchups and and it's not just about playing cards I know we talked about this on a way earlier cast about like you know when you're talking about testing for tournaments like the 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 same mindset holds sway like you theory craft things you talk about and it it is a little bit harder when a new set comes out right Mm because there you don't really know what to expect it's wide open it still is yeah the funny thing about like specifically for locals um we can kind of guess what to expect because we kind of know a lot of yeah. the players. It's not like we're going to Kansas City. We only know like a few. Yeah. Um, we kind of know what to expect from a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot At of least the... tomorrow, like I, I'm, I'm kind of have a good idea of what a lot of people are on. Yeah. Not everybody, but mm-hmm. a decent amount. And I think there's a good amount of people playing old tried and true stuff and people that are experimenting with new cards. Mm-hmm. It's still gonna be tough. Yeah, I agree, and I think a lot of these tried and true decks. I think, I mean, I, I I think Opus Six is a good set. I think it doesn't have the same like leather, the power creep isn't the same. So you're seeing a, you're seeing old archetypes that there's just there's new cards that have been put in. Like uh, you, you'll see the mill decks that maybe run Paul or uh, Ajito. You'll see the Earth decks that maybe running Ajito or some of the you know some of the new um, Opus Five, uh, Opus Six Titan things like that. Mm-hmm. Water decks will. Be running Amorex, they, uh, like they're taking the archetypes there, maybe like plugging in a card or two, and I think yeah. that's what you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of that in this set. I, I think, think you in actually, this meta. You guys were saying, I think I actually had the most Opus Six. I, cards. I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure today, in one single deck, you probably put the most Opus Six yeah, cards because I, I we had, had three. We had three. Yeah, and it was all the same yeah, card. It was Squall. Three copies of Squall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of players probably had like six. To yeah. ten at the most, yeah. and you had you, you had three had. of each of the goal wings, yeah, including you. Know, you had three, yep. So that's nine right there. Yep. Two Titan, you had Titan, yep. Um, which, in case anybody didn't know, Earthwind is the proper way to be playing goal. I think Earthwind is the best, and yeah. shout, like I'll shout it out. I've seen it on the page a few times. Richard Brady posts the original list that I saw, mm-hmm. at least for me. I know I've seen some people saying like Japanese players and. Whatnot, and they were posting like pictures and stuff. So I know at least what where I got my because I had an initial list too, and mm-hmm. where I got the idea from was RB mm-hmm. posted an initial list, and I was like, oh, yeah, That's this Earth idea. Wind Goldwings is probably just the best version of Goldwings. Like yeah. this makes perfect sense. Yeah, it was weird for me because like, so. I guess for for certain decks, like I'll look at the deck itself and I'll be like, oh, that's a really good like idea, yeah. but I didn't necessarily see how the deck, you know, like worked at first. So for me, it was kind of cool to you know just try it out and trust it, and it worked better than I expected actually. And that's one of the things about this game, man. This game's like Moneyball, am I right? Like it's like the movie Moneyball. Like sometimes the decks, and I'll say the same thing about Turbo Discard. Like they don't look good on paper. Like, you look at some of these lists on paper, and you're like, how the fuck does that work? And then you're just like, you start playing it, you're like, oh, that's how that works. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It snowballs yeah. really hard. The more and more yeah. I play, yeah. the, I mean, in general, yeah. it's, I keep finding more and more trips. Yeah, because the, the best part of playing that archetype, in like, my opinion, is like, 
if you get Riku and Pain online, now you have two forwards that are hexproof. Yep. If you play a third forward and you have Hoshmail in hand, or just any, doesn't matter. If you have Hoshmail in hand, doesn't matter what forward you play. You yep. can potentially make any forward that you play in your deck hexproof. Yeah. That's after true. the fact, like after they target, well, which is gross. We yeah. threw in the a seven, the seven in there. So uh, funny that was in my original list too. Your list is pretty similar to what I have, and mm -hmm. my list is pretty similar to what RB had. So RB also had seven in there. Uh, being able to turn your guys in cadets, yeah. and you're like, oh, cool, now my goal wins can only be blocked by three or less. Yep. Yeah, I played a game against Ice, and they had a he had a Celis and a um, something else out, and they were cost four, so I just turned all of my forwards into uh, classier cadets and just swung through yeah. and won. Yeah. Actually, your list is super similar to RB, because he ran Titans as well. Yep. I don't run the Titans. And the EX burst Titan is real good. Yeah. Hoshmail, like... Like, there's a card in Magic called Blossoming Defense. That's exactly what Hoshmail is sometimes in that deck. They go to try to kill one of you guys. Like, nope, we're all gold wings. We're all hexproof. Like, it's just, it just seems really great. Like, it's just some really, like, It's a lot of interesting stuff you yeah. can do. I feel like it also makes Common uh, a little better against, uh, like, two-color decks. Yeah, because you can potentially make them two exactly. colors. Exactly. So, like, yep. if you choose, like, you're playing Water Wind, and you're like, well, I really don't want to deal with the Chaos, and then they Leviathan, you can... Turn him, turn him to water. Yeah, you can, you can make him both. Because Hashmiel mm -hmm. also says element. It's not just yep. job. Yep. And a, th an and a thousand power to everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody. So now he's a ten k. Yeah. yeah, like that. That like I think that deck. I think that deck has a, of all. If there's a new archetype, and granted, YRP is not a new archetype, I, but this one feels yeah. like a new archetype. I will say, um, I don't know if this is in your list, and I don't believe it was an RB list, but someone can correct me. I think Cockatrice is really good in that deck. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I was running uh, two Cockatrice. Yeah, because the only way Pain and Riku are going to die is through damage. Yep. Uh, or unless you just block something really stupid. Yeah. So Cockatrice being able to negate damage is really good. Yep, and also, you know, and, and Riku is special. Yeah, Riku yep. can get herself out of trouble very quickly. Like, she can, like, if a, you know, if a Stinian's coming in hot, you can block special, get her out of there, you know, block that first damage, yeah. and then... Cool. I I don't die this turn because you can't get that two damage. Yep. Yeah. I think why I think YRP is neat. That that might be a deck I. Would I actually try think it might be really good. It was really yeah, fun. I agree. You know, I don't I, I don't necessarily think it's like better than Mono Ice or any of those, but like it's 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 a good deck and it's really fun to yeah. play. Yeah. I think right now there's just a, a ton of decks that are like right under what we consider. We don't know what's tier one yet. Yeah. It's, it's too it, early. It's too early to tell. It's really too early. I mean, yeah, Ice is, is a pretty safe one. bet, but it's really too early. Yep. Um. And I think there's just a lot of things that are pretty good. Like Scions is really good. Yep. Yeah. I actually think the YRP build is potentially really good. And I don't. I still think there's better builds out there mm -hmm. that people just haven't like tweaked. They haven't tweaked it enough yet, but it can be really good. Yep. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff, and yeah. you can't. It's hard to be ready for everything. And that's why you have to kind of pick the safe bets when you're testing, right? Yeah. Like you have to just kind of say, all right, well, I know this will be. The, I know Wind Earth is a thing. I know Ice is a thing. I know, you know. I know monsters are a thing, even though it helps I, when you're uh, at a local too. Like I, like I said earlier, yeah. like you knowing what other people play a lot mm -hmm. gives you an easier time testing. Though I, I think right now, I think monster three color monsters probably isn't the safest bet because so, it's a control deck and there's no meta to control. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll harp on this a little bit actually. Um, it's it's not a bad deck. No, not by not by. There's any a reason stretch. I'm not playing it right now because mm -hmm. I like the deck a lot. When the meta is undefined, mm -hmm. which when a new set comes out, meta's pretty undefined, typically. Mm -hmm. people, or people are just going to go back and play old stuff, but you can't know that. Right. 
Like, yeah, there's going to be tons of people that play old stuff, but there's going to be tons of people that play new shit that you got to be ready mm-hmm. for. Um, and when you play a deck like Monsters that's trying to control with everything that's happening, mm-hmm. um, you can't have answers for an undefined meta. It's really hard because yep. your answers are very specific. Mm-hmm. And also there's a few cards that are pretty scary. Like yeah. Ramu. Yeah, Ramu is a really good deterrent right now. And while that card's hot... Scion's yeah. also scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they don't deal well with, like, hasty stuff. Yeah. And Scion's get, if Scion's get south the gate, even if you manage to Shantoto, the post-Shantoto turn, you could potentially still take two, yeah. two three you, you damage. Yeah, you could slam Papalemo and Yida which again is easy. on the same turn. Yeah, I've done that multiple times where post-Shantoto, yeah. I have Papalemo, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to pay five and get two hasters out. Yeah. And then the pressure, you're, you've got them right back where you want yeah. them. I mean, usually when they Shantoto, they were already pressured, right? Yeah. So usually they probably already taken damage. So like yep. two damage on top of what they just took. Yeah, that would, they could be at four or five before they finally get a chance to Shantoto. Yeah, and, yeah. and one of those is Yida, you better get rid of her. Yep. I think she's keep growing. I think Scions was definitely my, the, the matchup I was most scared of today. Yeah, there was one guy there playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had his own kind of personal brew. I don't think people have filled up, figured out the best version of that yet either because... Yeah. Personally, um, and again, this is like a personal thing. I don't, I, I don't know if it's right yet. I don't have Rian J in my Scion build. Mm-hmm. He actually counts as a Scion, and I think there are some good monsters you can recur that cost two, mm-hmm. um, like Dragon and stuff like that, that he yep. can abuse. But when you do that, you're committing a lot of pieces to your deck that aren't forwards, that aren't hasting, that aren't doing damage. Yep. And Rian J, honestly, when he's out, um, if you're counting on him for Yida mm-hmm. and Yastola, that's a very easy piece to remove. Yep. He sneezes on that dude and he dies. Yep. And but that's but the thing is most of, in most decks where he's good, he's already done his job when he's out. Yep. Because he comes back care. in and brings a layak out with him. He's um, good. Or and sometimes an extra two CP with haste could could blow out the game. Yep. But but again, like if you play him, you're probably committing him and like six to nine other cards in your deck. Mm-hmm. So you're not running like some other key summons that I feel like Science really wants, like battle summons. Yep. Um, and other ways to like dole things. Like I feel like Amon 100% goes in the deck. Yep. Uh, it's tough. I don't think people have found the best build yet. I don't actually think Yastola is as impactful as people think yet because it's really hard to get five online. However, mm-hmm. like the ideal board, and I've done it a few times, is like three Scion backups, Pablo Amoyita, and then slam Yastola down, and it, they're in tr- they're in trouble. Yeah. They better be able to remove something. Yeah, they better be able to like have like some damage to get Yastola out of there before she because she could three for one yeah. the board. That or just remove Papalema. That's usually the yeah the, like that easiest thing to do. Yeah, because he's the, he's only got a five k. He's a five k. Yeah, but he but he's boosting Yida's damage and he's counting as the sixth Scion for Yastola. Yeah. So well fifth because it's five other than herself. Yeah. Um, the deck's good. The I think best the deck is very good. Yeah, I'll tell anybody that thinks Yastola is the best card in that deck. You're wrong. Allie saves the best card in that deck. Oh, she, she's the one that makes the deck viable. Yeah, Allie sa- giving everything in your deck basically haste is what blows people out. Yeah, you stole it was just the card that kind of yeah put it over the top. Yeah, it made it made it better. It yep. gave you I gave you an on color Yastola. Yep. I think Cryo might be the best scion that they printed oh, in the set, man. and it's only because she's a backup that counts. I mean, even before yep. Opus Six, like it was really scary. It to was play pretty good against scions, like because of the fact. I mean, I couldn't just swing in because. I mean, if he play, like he can play however many scions yeah, he can't has, overextend. and then he can just swing in, and I can't, I won't be able to do anything yeah. about it because I just, you know, I just swung in. So yeah. it's like you're playing, you're basically playing against a deck that all has everything has haste. Yeah. And once they get Alice out, and I think uh, another tip too, just for people that want to play the deck, 
Because I've played it a fair amount now. Mm-hmm. I, I like my current build. Yeah, I think because you, you have the Warrior of Light. Mine's like, too. yeah, Scion's Warrior of Light. So it's got Hashmiel and stuff in there. So, like, mm-hmm. I can give my Scion's damage reduction and shit like that. Yeah, which feels good. Um, and then also, where, like, if you're playing into, like, Wind Earth and Dilum and shit, Warrior of Light feels really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't think. I'm not sure that's the best version of the deck. So I wouldn't, like, I'm not saying that at all. Mm hmm. But get Alice out as soon as you can. Yeah. I I fell into the trap where I try to get her out of the discount a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I try to like go Luis Swa, Alphano, Alice at a discount. Mm-hmm. Just play her. Yeah. Just pitch the extra card and play her because like as soon as she's online, the scarier your deck is, mm-hmm. and your opponent has to play so much differently once she's out. Like they can't overextend her. You 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 could be at four damage and just be dead the next yeah. turn. If you get her at the discount, great. Sure. Like if not. you can go turn one Alpha No, turn two Ali Say, mm-hmm. you feel really good. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that holds the deck back, however, all your all your good backups are lightning. All your good forwards are earth except yeah. for Thancred. Yeah, and that's rough. Um, and that can be a little tough finding the right mana to play stuff and the right balance of backups and forwards mm-hmm. and stuff. That's why maybe even the, maybe even throwing a Camelot Chaos in there yeah. might be a good call, too, because that's... Yeah, it might be you, okay. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but then you can't play Warrior of Light, but... Oh, yeah, see, they, they, that's when... Uh, this stuff, I, again, the Camelot build might be the best build. I, I don't think that... I personally don't think I found the best build. Your best build might have Uriah and Jay in it. I might be wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I just believe that the... The best build of like straight science doesn't have him in there, but I yeah, because I I think I think Arianje is a good card that you like if you're playing a deck that's multiple colors and especially if something like something like that, he, he's almost at least worth consideration. And again, that, we're telling you all that to tell you this like that's a card that kind of goes back into when you're testing decks and when you're doing stuff. Why not try it? Especially yeah. when you have outlets like if you don't want to if you don't want to build the deck like go on FF decks build like eight versions of the deck that's what I do load them up yeah. on load them up on octagon and just tick 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 and just you know play them that way I bring like I'll bring a deck like or for like if I'm seriously testing one deck I'll bring a deck and I'll probably bring basically another deck where the cards that are like potentials yeah and I'll just slide stuff in and out yeah that's the way to do it that's one hundred percent the way to do it and I've tried it with Arianj I just prefer it without him yeah uh, one, of the, one of the cards that I uh, put in was the Moog 11 and like the card's good yeah and I mean I didn't even think about like you know his like he was a he's an 11 character so like I can search for him with like Star Sybil mm-hmm. like all of those so like that that card honestly saved me a ton because like if I play if I have semi Luffia out and Moog out I play Star Sybil search for another Moog and then I can search for whatever but, card I want and that's also a great play on like your opponent's turn like that's one that's one thing uh, effects like that and Earthwind has a lot of this you know I don't want to dive too deep in this but the fact that it's a it's you can do that at any time yeah, yeah. PSA mm-hmm. in the rules of this game if you search you have to you reveal. have to reveal it doesn't matter if it says a card or a specific card type if the word search is on the card you have to search. You have to show your opponent what you search. Yeah, I think the only time you don't have to do that is with Porum. Well, yep. she doesn't say search. She just right. says, just look, look at, at the, the top, top four. Three. Yeah. Uh, Batteron is another one yep. that just says, like, look at the top. And when it when it says, like, look at the top X, as opposed pick to a card, as yeah. opposed to search your entire yeah. deck, then it's different. If it wants you to reveal, it will say yeah. reveal the top. Exactly, yeah. like Realm. Yeah. It says Realm reveal, because you have to grab a particular card type. Yep. But if your card says search, Thornton. Mog eleven. Yep, you have you to have to show the card. I yep. know I've seen a lot of arguments about it. That's yeah, because I agree. Because in Magic, that's a big deal. If it doesn't say reveal, you don't have to. Yeah, and people and I, I took it at face value at first too when yeah. we were playing Seal because I wasn't familiar with that specific rule. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, I, now I know. Like everyone has to reveal their shit. And that's a big deal for 
the opponent, the opponent and the person searching. Right, and that, and that, but that goes back to kind of how this game is. They don't like there, there's a, there's a there's a like an attitude, like really like in the rules of this game that they want the game to be fun. They want it to be fair. They don't they. I feel like sometimes the rules, as as loose as they sound, sometimes and the fact that you sometimes have to find them on Twitter, like I feel like they're there to be like, hey, don't be a shithead. Like yeah. I feel I feel like the rules are saying like, hey, we're telling you to search for a card. You know where the card's coming from, or yeah. you know, if you're searching, show it. Yep. You know, like, like have fun. Like they're telling you, like the the rules are here, but it also at the end of the day, it's a game. So yep. please have fun with it. That's kind of how I feel. Like the way the rules kind of go. So, but yeah, like it's there's, like all the stuff you have to take into consideration when you're testing, like different variations. Like sometimes a two or three card difference like, makes makes it, it makes it all. Like just switching out yeah, a playset of something. Three for, cards can help a, a matchup tremendously. Oh well, yeah, because I remember when I started testing Turbo Discard, I was like. I'm gonna put three squalls in here. I'm gonna see what happens. Yeah, and then I like cut some of the other numbers here. I think and we there. can still improve that deck too. I agree. I so, agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've rambled a little bit, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what you do. Yeah, that's what you do when you have new players in the club, yeah. in the clubhouse, new boys in the clubhouse. But um, but yeah, that's what you want to do. Like you you want to try to jam as many matchups as you can, and just you know try to go out in these qualifiers and do your best. And then same thing with Gen Con, any Crystal Cups, any other events you go to. Like you want to make sure that. When, when, when you qualify, then you can start focusing on the big picture. You can start testing for nationals. Like, play what you think is good right now. Play what you think you can win with. Win, and Com- then... Comfort matters a lot, yeah, too. Yeah, comfort is huge right now. I think that helped me a lot today. Was it matters a lot. to play something that you, I was semi-comfortable with. You, like you can outplay playing. players on just because your, your understanding is better of yeah. the cards that you're playing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But with that, uh, we'll go ahead and sign off for this week. Uh, we do appreciate everybody listening. Um, as always, um, you know, like, subscribe, follow. You know where to, you know where to find us. You know, feel free to hit us on Twitter with any questions, any comments. You know, leave you know leave, leave those po- leave those positive vibes. And if you don't like, us, you know, tell us why. You know, we love to hear feedback, good, bad, or other. And if you have any suggestions, questions, um, I know one thing we've talked about, but we haven't talked about in a while is we would love. To have a segment on our podcast where we answer like viewer yeah, questions, I'd love to do questions. A Yeah, so um, I think we'll, you know, if you guys want, um, I don't know the best best way to implement this. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe I won't ramble too much on the podcast. So maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah, so we'll talk about it, but uh, we would love to start inter- integrating a uh, Q and A session. So with that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Yep. Yep. Michael Sarah, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes.